This podcast is part of the Eat Geek Play Network. For more podcasts about comic books, music, and geek lifestyle, go to eatgeekplay.com. The multiverse was destroyed. The heroes of Earth 616 and Earth 1610 were powerless to save it. Now all that remains is Battle World, a massive patchwork planet composed of the fragments of worlds that no longer exist. Each region is a domain unto itself, maintained by the iron will of its god and master, Victor Von Doom. Welcome to the end of the world. We'll be with you every step of the way for Marvel Secret Wars event. This is episode number 11. Jamie Rosales, how are you doing? I'm doing okay, Kevin. I'm ready to get through this. Well, <laughs> the books we have <laughs> left. They're piling we're, up. We're behind. We're, we're like a parking lot. Stacked parking. Exactly. It's a bitch to get out of. Uh, you know what? Battle World just keeps on killing us. Uh, these books just keep piling up and... and <sighs> Is this going anywhere? I'm not sure. Her. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of my theories are theories. Yeah, kind of I dead mean, in the water now. Everything. This is okay, guys. This is where we're going to start breaking down. So stuff is coming to an end. Uh, uh, theories that we thought are happening aren't happening, and nothing. None of these books are relevant anymore. Yeah, because also they end. I didn't realize. Uh, I mean, I know Secret Wars is ending with, like, what, number nine, like, in December or whatever, and I didn't realize a lot of these books were only going to be, like, three or four issues. I was like, oh, that's that's it. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. all we get. Yeah, four or five issues, I think. You know, we, we've got a couple of issues left with Siege. Um, yeah, Battleworld, or uh, uh, Age of Ultron versus Marvel Zombies has come to an end. Like, like they're all coming to an end, and, and it's like, well, okay, what do we what do we do now? Right. What's next? So, um, let's get into it. What do we got? What's our first book? Uh, well, do you want to talk about um, Age of Ultron versus Marvel Zombies? This was the last of uh, of the series. Sure, why not? Uh, so, as we know, in the last issue, the the Vision Collective, uh, Ultron Collect Trader Collective, I guess you could call them, uh, the Brain Trust of Ultron, the the people that made up Ultron, uh, have figured out that uh, Ultron is made up of the kinetic energy that's within um, uh, uh, within Wonder Man, which is the old school Wonder Man who who's wearing the red jacket and the belt and stuff like that, which I think is still pretty cool because that's the Wonder Man I know. Um, mm. And so, but the, they've also realized that. Uh, that you know they've they've merged the Ultrons and Marvel Zombies uh, together, and so you've got these like hybrid Ultra Zombie things, and um, they're attacking. What's this place called? The, the 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 dome that they all live in. Oh, Salvation. Yeah, so they're attacking Salvation, and but they've learned that that uh, these Ultrons are one since Ultron built it. It's one collective mind. And that uh, that if they join their f- their forces together, that uh, they can basically take down Ultron. Um, and uh, but it may not survive. Uh, you know the, the 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 so if basically it's it's a 
uh, Vision and Human Torch and Wonder Man are going to like collectively join their brain waves together to override Ultron and turn off all these these aliens and are these uh, Ultron Marvel zombie creatures that are attacking. And so uh, we get a, a flashback to the the, the birth of uh, Ultron, and we we, we get a, a peek at uh, the Tinkerer and uh, uh, Two Gun Kid, which is kind of weird, but he's a Thor. So, um, and uh, we get a look at. It looks like Tinker um, came around and said, "Hey, you know, uh, I got some adamantium. Don't ask where it came from." And it was a uh, uh, from Wolverine's skeleton, and that's how where the adamantium from uh, Ultron came from. Uh, so anyways, um, we get a touching moment between, uh, Hank Pym and, and, and Vision and, you know, they're talking about everything and we, and also, uh, everybody like goes and kind of visits their loved ones, um, and says goodbye and, uh, Human Torch and, uh, his, his girl, um, I always forget what her name is, uh, Ryoko, um, she was actually from the Invader series that uh, James okay. Robinson wrote earlier uh, last year. Uh, they're expecting a, a baby, and uh, he's like, "Well, if, if uh, you know, if I don't make this, you know, make sure you, you name the kid Steve." And he's like, uh, "You know," and Ryoko's like, "No, no, I'm going to name it after you, Jim, because he's the bravest bravest man I know." And uh, uh, we see Vision bid farewell to um, Agatha Harkness who I guess he's uh, been hooking up with. Um, right. Which is kind of bizarre. I guess I guess he's into the older ladies. Uh, <laughs> you know, because he doesn't age and she does. I mean, she was always old to begin with. Um, and then, uh, uh, what, what's the alien that, or the uh, robot thing that, that Wonder Man's hooking up with? I have no idea, dude. I'm not, I'm not sure where she comes from. Um... Uh, her name's Marty, uh, spelled M-R-T-E. So I'm, 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 I think it's, it's it's Marty, but she's some kind of um, alien Ultron robot-looking thing. I'm not really sure. I, I don't know what her backstory is. I think I missed it in the series somewhere. Yeah. But uh, anyways, the you know the, they they break down the the barrier that uh, the, you know the the uh, the was holding back the zombies, and all hell breaks loose. Janet Van Dyne shows up, and then uh, they 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 decide to launch the the collective machine and and send all their brainwaves together to destroy uh, to to you know shut down Ultron. And uh, right before Human Torch can join them, uh, uh, Marty the uh, the cyborg uh, ends up that she was um, altered by the t- uh, Pym Tech, and. Uh, somehow she's able to be part of that whole collective as well and uh they end up turning off all of the ultrons especially the main ultron and uh i guess they're under control of uh of of pym now and that's how it ends yep and now they're using the ultron to reinforce their their salvation force field instead of yeah so which is funny kind of i guess yeah like yeah uh, but you know, whatever. I mean, the talk about anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, Plus, it ends on kind of like a really lame joke, um, where it's that Human Torch guy and Ryoko, and it's like, oh, they're trying to come up with a name for the baby, and it's like, oh, I love you, Ryoko. It's like, I love you, Ryoko. It's a terrible name. The end. 
I'm like, mm. yeah, not the brightest moment for James Robinson. <sighs> yeah, I mean, all in all, this, this series book. wasn't that bad. The artwork's fantastic. Yeah, it's great. Um, but uh, yeah, especially these huge panels with like <sighs> these zombie Ultron hybrids. Like yeah, they're so intense. Steve Pugh is is awesome. Always been a fan of his, and the, the layouts on this is great. You know, also the. Uh, the western version of janet van dyne is awesome and she was barely in the book i wish the whole story was about her and i I was i was you know hoping maybe we'd see her in 1821 but not 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 the case all right you know so um relevancy of this book eh, i mean i guess maybe we won't be seeing ultron anytime soon yeah uh, i don't know anyways what's next Future Imperfect number five. Oh, yeah. This book uh, ended on a great note. This is uh, the last of the series. So out of five issues, um, written by Peter David, art by uh, Greg Land. I love Greg um, Land. So we have the the Rebels are led by um, Thaddeus Ross there um, with Ruby Summers and Layla Miller. And, you know, we leave off that the... The guardian of this destroyer is actually a really, really old Rick Jones. And Which I didn't even realize at first. Right. And he's basically like, okay, you're here. Just go ahead and take the destroyer. And uh, Meister's like, no, it can't be that easy, Jones. It's not that easy. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm telling you, just go over there and take it. Um, so he he goes over there, but he's basically warning him, like, you know, it's going to grant everything you want. So everything you wish for and he goes over there and as soon as he he starts merging with the armor and he Meister is basically wearing this armor you know and doom appears and he's basically like how dare you desecrate you know the sacred place of doom and they start fighting and he just lays him out Maestro in the freaking destroyer armor bad ass bad ass and you know it's like he's like are you serious this is all you have i thought it was going to be better and doom tries to like do some crazy eye laser thing at him and it just nothing and you just see him just melt away to his skeleton it's like an eight page brawl just yeah it's it's awesome and so, of course, Meister's excited and he's like, yes, everyone bowed to me. And it's him in like this arena. And you see like Spider-Woman and Iron Man and Yellow Jacket like on their knees. And, you know, and then it kind of cuts to the Rebels again. And Rick Jones, it's like, what's, go- what's going on here? And um, we realize this is he's standing on this um, that island, like in the cave. And he's standing in front of the destroyer. And nothing's actually happened. And you just see him cheering by himself. He's like, woohoo, like, I did it. I did it. I'm, I'm the ruler of Battleworld now. And, you know, it's basically all you could see kind of like lumps in his head. It's all happening in his head. So now he's trapped in, you know, Rick Jones is like, well, I warned him, like, the destroyer grants what you wish for. And then, you know, as we see the, uh, he, he um, devolves back into, you know, Bruce Banner. And that's kind of how it ends. And then Rick Jones ends up staying in the cave to, 
you know, according to Doom, to watch over the Destroyer armor for, like, an eternity type thing. But, um, yeah. So, yeah. There, another theory squashed. Yeah, he's not going after Doom anytime soon. Um, no, which was so cool, because I thought, oh, I like Master. I think I thought he was a great character in this. I really, like, I, I thought it was an, uh, kind of a shitty character before. Not shitty, but, you know, wasn't my favorite character. Yeah. Um, but... Peter David, I mean, who created Mastro, was you know, like, just made him badass in this, and uh, uh, just such an asshole, and it was it was perfect. Um, so I was looking forward to you know, some cabal kind of thing with uh, right with Mastro, but and that's what I'm love. starting to realize with this week especially is that. I feel like the more we're going on, like these tie-ins that we thought were really strong, it's like, oh, this is going to come back. I'm like, oh, they're not, they're not really that strong. I feel like now we're kind of just left to like, probably what's going to happen in the main Secret War storyline is going to be like isolated in itself, you know? Because I really thought that characters like the Ultron and the zombies and 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 my show would sort of come back to play a bigger part and learning more and more that that's not going to be the case. Yep. Especially too, he was in um, he was in uh, Adelan Rising. He oh, made he an was? appearance there. Yeah, he was at the end of that issue, the last issue, and oh, then Maestro right. was also in um, that Silver Surfer Secret Wars journal thing. So I'm like, oh, he's gonna be everywhere. This guy's nah, like in I mean, three different books. Nope, nah, not no. even. Yeah. Oh well, relevant, but it was great relevancy great on this book. Yeah. Nah, nah, I mean nah. Doom was there, but yeah, we no, got Doom. No. I mean, it was definitely a, a, a tie-in, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess we're talking about uh, Squadron Sinister number three. All right, you could take take care of this one. <laughs> this is the book that you're you're not very excited about, but uh, for, for old curmudgeons like me, we're like, yes, this is it. I mean, basically, <laughs> this is just it's a Justice League book done Marvel style. Um, and, and, um, we, when we last saw, uh, basically, um, the, uh, Squadron Supreme is, uh, led by Hyperion, which is the, you know, he's pretty much like the super, like a, a dick Superman, um, of, of, uh, Utopolis. Um, and, uh, that, that's the domain that they rule over and Nighthawk his um, pretty much gone up against it. he's he's slowly infiltrating or not even infiltrating but just just put it pitting all of the other members of the squad against uh hyperion and uh they're looking for this gun that has that basically can take out um uh hyperion and well he they they've they've captured um uh paste pot pete <laughs> Okay. part of the the frightful four and uh he gets um uh, uh um sorry <clears throat> jesus christ so he gets uh uh pace pot pete to uh confess that that he stole the gun and it was a setup and really it was wizard who um who stole it from him and he wizard actually confesses starts to confess and nighthawk takes him out and that like like does this weird Vulcan neck pinch before you can actually say anything, and then uh, he can he like makes it look like Whizzer, who is the Flash version of um of of Squadron Supreme, uh, was the one who stole this gun, and you know um 
he's like, you know, he, he basically pays Pot Pete it, blames it on the wizard. And, uh, you know, the wizard's like, that's not how it happens. He's like, like Nighthawk told me to do it and everything. And as that's happening, he gives him this Vulcan neck pitch and, and, uh, wizard starts to run away and Hyperion just nukes him, just blasts him with his, and, and you just see him that, uh, he's, he's, a uh, uh, you know, spot on the floor, basically. And, uh, Nighthawk kills him, kills Pace by Pete. So, um, and so basically they, uh, later on the, uh, um, Dr. Spectrum and Nighthawk are, are, you know, cruising around, uh, Utopolis and, uh, they see that, uh, that Amazonian, what the hell is her name? I always forget her name. Uh, Warrior Woman, <laughs> real, real original there, uh, is starting a a basically, um, you know, she's hanging out with uh, with some of the New Universe people, and Nighthawk uh, blames her. This is getting really like. There's a big storyline going on here that I I keep getting confused by because there's things that I forget. Like there's an Iron uh, an Iron Man Thor that was killed in the first issue and ends up she's the one that killed him and they're trying to blame she she's trying to pin it on uh so everybody's basically like going against each other on this um but the funniest thing is nighthawk is like manipulating everybody and at one point he takes dr spectrum who's the um green lantern of the group and basically convinces dr spectrum to give him his uh the the weird diamond that gives him his powers um and then uh basically we find out that uh utopolis comes under attack by all of these uh star brands that warrior woman has been putting together this entire team to go up again you know so she's she's going up against uh, uh hyperion and um it's all these people that have have the star brand which is like this from they're they're from the new universe so we see a big fight between the new universe and uh you know hyperion just takes out uh all these different people and kills them and it's just this book just keeps getting more and more bizarre um and uh nobody's surviving put it that way uh and the last page basically we find out that uh nighthawk and werewoman are working together and that nighthawk now has um the prism that uh dr spectrum has and he's gonna take out warrior woman so he's gonna betray her as well and uh that's it all right you're totally confused huh a little bit but so am i um this book i mean i i I like it just because it's nostalgic for me but um the artwork is just okay it's it's an intense storyline but I think it's like it's trying to shove a bunch of stuff into one store like like a couple uh, you know a couple issues instead of spreading it out over a 12 issue run like this could be Watchmen but it's just not because there's it's so compressed it's tied yeah it's it's kind of compressed by Secret Wars itself yeah yeah so the rest of these books um, I mean, I love seeing the old New Warriors or the New Universe stuff and and all that. It, it's cool. Um, relevance, not much, just because I mean, it is. It does take place in the uh, the all the different domains and stuff. But we know that there's going to be a book that spins out of this. So I, I don't know. I guess keep keep your eye on it. I, I don't know. Right. 
So, um, it's kind of cool to see the the new universe stuff come back. But and we know that's that Starbrand from Six One Six and Nightmask are getting their own series now too. So, I don't know. Relevance very little. Right. Next book. Let's uh let's talk about Hail Hydra number two. Do we have to? Dear, you were not a fan of this book. This book is not good. <laughs> I like it. Uh, you do? I mean, yeah, I do. But I do. I mean, I know you're not a huge fan of the art here. And I, I got to admit, like, because I really like Roland Boschi's work back when he did when, the Winter Soldier book with uh, Remender. That was, it was very funny simple. Because and you and I were talking and I was like, oh, yeah, that book looks like crap. And and you were like, but he was so good in, in, Winter, in the Winter Soldier yeah, book. Yeah, and, and honestly, like, you could kind of see it on the first like the first page like dimension z that that's what i'm like this looks good to me this is what his style is and then as it goes on it kind of takes on a whole different style that doesn't even look anything like his i think it's called uh i had to do this in a week right exactly Um, i I can't but the cover is great or andrew robinson oh yeah well i mean come on it's andrew robinson um uh yeah i mean i i it looks like because it just we just have artists and color, so I, he probably inked this himself too. So right. that, that just means you know, it, well, it's it's not going to be very tight, right? Um, and and it shows. Oof, there's some. I mean, you know, this could be a, a really good looking book if you know it was drawn better. Um, but go. So what happens in this issue? Um, so we start off with a uh, a flashback, which is sort of Remender's trend with these Captain America books. But uh, he is basically just reminded that, you know, when he was being raised by Cap, that he was always just like, you can't afford to stay down. Like, you have to fight for everyone else around you. So, like, you have to keep getting up. You have to keep fighting. And then back at Battleworld, he's fighting his, uh, his Hydra New York version of himself, which is... Um, his actual name is Leopold because he's Arnim Zola's son and uh, Leopold doesn't realize who he is and he's just like, holy crap, you look like me. You're probably just a test. So he fights him and then does the whole Bane Batman break his his spine thing. But, you know, since he is sort of a product of Zola, he can heal. So he escapes through the sewers and um, <laughs> Zola's son has this great moment where it's just like he's like I need you to go after him and he's like I'm not going down there send one of your other guys and it's like, you spoiled Brad he's like can't hear you and he throws away the mic so he beats it and then uh, basically uh, I don't know her name but she's supposed to be uh, okay so this girl picks him up and takes him basically to an underground group of rebels and they're all weird mutated versions of our Marvel heroes. So it's like, you know, Wasp uh, is actually part Wasp, <laughs> right? Iron Man is kind of like half like his body parts are like he's like a bionic man basically. He's like cyborg here. Ultron's like a little kid. Uh, I'm not even sure what Ant Man's supposed to be. It looks like a monkey. Uh, he, he, I don't know. Yeah, he's like he looks like a. a flood my child I don't, what's going on with Ms. Mar- with Captain Marvel yeah she's like Mr. Fantastic in this she's all like but she's you know, in a jar right because she can't go back to her regular I have no idea and then it almost looks like 
I think Hawkeye's in the background, but he's like blind. And I have no idea. Yeah. Um, and and so there's, there's a Punisher as well in the background there too. Right. He's the only he one just looks, looks he doesn't look anything like wrong. He just has his Punisher t-shirt like anybody. Um, so basically the girl that actually picked up um, that found Ian is the kid, the child in this world of Steve Rogers and, and uh, what's her face? Agent Carter. Uh, Yes, I was like, what is your name? Um, and Sharon, Sharon Carter. I don't Sharon know why Carter. I did not think, yeah. Um, Agent and 13. so, exactly. And so they show up, and then you'll see Nick Fury. He's like old and in a wheelchair. Um, and Ian tells him, like, with all of the stuff he grew up with, Captain America, he tells him, like, what he knows and kind of proves a little bit to get Steve to trust him, like, Look, I know it may not seem like it. I'm from a different world, but I'm your son in this world. And, you know, this is what you taught me. And you named me after your grandpa. And you named me after, you know. So, um, they kind of end up trusting him and show him, like, you know, the weapons and stuff. And while that happens, you also see, like, a Matt Murdock in street clothes there. He's, like, mm -hmm. cleaning a gun. Yeah. Um, but basically, while he's showing him all the weapons... Uh, he's like, oh, I hear something, and it's a venom, and it's actually Eddie Brock. So, but like he's greenish, so he's like, you know, Arnim Zola, Hydra Venom. It's, yeah, Hydra Venom. <laughs> it's a whole team. They're, they call them Vipers, right? Which, which the, is the girls. like Madam Viper. Yeah, so. and he straight up impales uh, Iron Man. Yeah, and so everyone starts fighting. Yeah, we see all these Vipers, and they're just killing everyone. And basically, um, Sharon tells Ian, like, to, um, you know, save her daughter. So he ends up, uh, he ends up fight joining the fight and then he takes her away so they can escape. And then, um, the last of it is just, uh, it's like the symbiote kind of, you know, spreads out and it's, I guess, Eddie's face, but it's like a digital Arnim Zola face. And, um... Basically, they torture him and, you know, have bigger plans, and that's kind of where it ends. They kill and then the, Captain America. Yep. And, yeah, that panel there is not very strong. No. So. A lot of these aren't. And, yeah. and uh, uh, the, the, the girl is infected by the Venom That's virus. right, yeah. So, she's going to eventually be a viper is what they're saying. So. Exactly. Yeah. I mean... Um, I kind of like the story. I mean, like, literally, I'm so invested in the Captain America storyline by Remender, so it, it stayed faithful to sort of everything that they are they were building up, but the other thing I really liked from this is how there's, like, a little kid Ultron. I was like, oh, it's kind of There was cute. nothing I liked about this at all. <laughs> it's okay. You won't get very much Remender anytime soon from Marvel, so... Wah. Wah. It's okay. I like it. Anyways, next book. Yes. Let's talk, oh. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, House of M number two. Okay, tell me about it, because I didn't read it. <laughs> okay. So, uh, written by our guy, Dennis Hopeless. Yeah. Art by uh, Marco Faglia. Uh, so, basically, Magneto Magnus is um, playing chess, and Wait, he's got this... This is uh, Dennis Hopeless and Colin Bunn, this issue. What is that? It's Dennis Hopeless and Colin Bunn, this issue. Is it? Yeah. I did not Dennis know Hopeless that. Dennis and Colin, Colin Bunn. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Um, let me see that. I want to see. 
Oh my god, it is. What the crap? I did not even notice that. Um, right on. So, anyway, so um, King Magnus is uh, playing chess with his buddy in the dark, who is a uh, um, his enemy that he's captured, and we find out later who he is, but. Um, what we're realizing is that Quicksilver's son is uh, supposed to be making peace with Namor, and what he's actually doing is staging a an attack on his father's kingdom so he can take over and, you know, rule. And so, while that's happening as well, uh, the human rebels, who's uh, Black Hat, Hawkeye, and Misty Knight, they uh, meet up with Deathlock underground, and uh, she's basically... Um, has her little kind of army, but can't really do anything about it. And she ends up providing them with a non-metal bullet that will um, take away Magneto's powers because, you know, it's like do sex moxica. This is like easy answer. Um, uh, and then at the same time, uh, Wiccan and who's Scarlet Witch's other kid? uh wiccan speedster wiccan and uh i forgot what it what yeah i think it's it's like speedster Speedster or something something, yeah Yeah. so um they try to get taken in by their like cops or whatever and scarlet witch interferes and beats the crap out of them and ends up hurting wolverine and and they're kind they get pissed off because they're basically like well you know i mean they're rules but what she's proving right now is that the royal you know the family can get get away with whatever they want so already we kind of get it like they're not gonna i don't think they're gonna side with the family when it comes to this you know battle against them and um so felicia hardy hawkeye misty knight go and um, sneak into the castle and he's able to hit magneto and so he can't use his powers anymore but as that's happening his enemy that he had captured that was in the dark the whole time is actually Finn Fang Foom there the whole time. And so he comes out and he's like, as much as I want to defeat my enemy, like I'd rather go after my enemy's enemies or whatever. And so he ends up like taking Hawkeye and he's like about to eat him. And as that's happening, uh, the castle's under the attack and everything gets completely flooded. And then we see that, you know, that it's just Quicksilver and Namor, like about to take over i guess and uh that's it that's where we end there interesting so i, I like uh, that fing fing foom showed up yeah it's actually a a great bit there because he has some really great dialogue of like oh i want to play too it's like i want to play chess and he's like all right uh what would you what's your move he's like my move is to rip open your heart and eat your insides and it's like <laughs> okay uh it's not how you play chess but cool man <laughs> um so yeah i mean it's good i like it a lot art's good it's a great book i just somehow i didn't read it yeah all good relevancy Hmm? relevancy relevancy nothing yet major to doom so i'm gonna say mm, it's not really relevant but um i mean for being a second issue and like a major kingdom like this seems like kind of a bigger storyline so i'd definitely read it all right, I, yeah. I mean it's a good book. I like it. I, I'm yeah. kind of bummed I didn't read it, but now I know what happened. Uh, next up, Star Lord and Kitty Pride number three. All right, so um, 
written by Sam Humphreys, artist by Alti from Masia, and great art always. Oh, I Especially love, this. I love this book. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, and this, the first page is amazing. It just it, it's like it looks like they're sitting up, but they're hanging upside down, and the dialogue's all upside down. And so um, they're back at the Dumenheim Museum, captured by Gambit, and um, they're being held captive by. Uh, Kitty Pride's like little robotic, you know, counterpart, and so because they they're together, they cancel each other's powers out. So um, Gambit has all his all these plans, but then he hears he gets distracted, and then when he leaves, uh, Quill has the idea. He's like, "Well, I can get your counterpart to release us," and she's like, "How are you going to do that?" And he's like, "Well, in my world, like I don't know a Kitty Pride that isn't, you know." Um, isn't immune to my singing. So he starts singing Once Upon a Dream from Sleeping Beauty, which is, I guess, him and Kitty's song. And the robot just goes goo goo gaga and kisses him and, like, lets him go. And then uh, Gambit realizes it's all, like, a setup. And he tries to pull his lucky uh, blades out. But... Uh, and then Peter gets cut in the process. And there's this great panel where it's... Uh, it's him against some R, like um, this, like repeating Doom piece where it's just his face and he's hurt. And then Kitty Pride has her claws out and is um, protecting him. And it's basically the cover of Days of Future Past. Yeah. I was like, so cute. Uh, and then basically, it looks like, you know, this huge, like, Doom just shows up and he's like, Gambit the Collector, I am most displeased. How dare you defile the cultural shrine to my benevolence? You have earned the ire of Doom. And so he's like terrified and Doom punches him. And uh turns out it's actually just uh Drax from the quiet room. So it's <laughs> in the whole time, Pompadour Drax. And so they make it out and um they're hanging out at the uh What's that place in New York? Uh, it, it, it's just, don't they call it just Doomhatton? I think so. It's like where they were before by the fountain. Yeah. I can't remember. But um, basically she reveals, because obviously they were after the anomaly that Gambit took, and it ends up being hair, and it's it's Rocket's tail. And so Quill sees it, and he gets like really sad. And this this part was really heartbreaking. It's just like just the heaviness of like him not being, you know, in the 616 anymore. And um he he's he's like hugging in and stuff and they're just like god, give him a minute and kind of grossed out by it. And then they end up leaving Gambit by uh, a fence and a sign that was spray painted with like doom sucks and you see the Thor core show up which includes Beta Ray Bill and he's still alive here. So they end up taking him in. And, uh, or he has the lucky blade still. So, I mean, who knows if they take him in, but, um, basically Kitty Pride feels bad for Peter and lets him, lets him have the tail and he gets like really cute about it. Then they end up kissing and the last, uh, the last panel is basically kind of like a, here's looking at you kid moment. And she ends up walking off into some pink clouds, just like the end of Sleeping Beauty and, uh, Peter Quill and Drax head back to the quiet room and they're all like buddy buddies so that's the end of that book uh, i love this uh in, in the bar scene where like like they're they're flashing back to to uh rocket and 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 quill hanging out if you look behind the uh if you look over um uh, rocket's shoulder 
Sam Humphreys. Which one is he? The one with the headphones or the one with the afro? The one with the afro. That's Sam Humphreys. Oh, that's so Dre- dressed funny. like uh, dressed like uh, Prince. Jesus Christ! Because <laughs> at WonderCon he dressed up as Prince all one day. He did all of his panels uh-huh. dressed as Prince. But uh, yeah, uh, this book's great. <laughs> it's it's real. The artwork is fantastic. Um, I mean, Alti, uh, 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 whatever. Um, Formacia. Formacia is is just fantastic. I don't know where he or she came from, but uh, I hope we see lots and lots more books from them. Yeah. Um, and it was a good, I mean, like for being three issues, it was a really strong three issues. Um, so it was a fun, definitely a fun little um, mini tale. This is the only book that we've gotten with somebody from the 616. Yeah. That's like really the main character in, in their own book. Yeah. But and, um, and, and we know we're not really like, what's going to happen with what are, are there books slated that we don't know about <laughs> that uh, that are coming out like after all these things end? I, I what I don't know what's going on. I don't know what what's in the future of, of Secret Wars. Right, we're just gonna have to see, man. But while we're at that, let's uh, our both a book that we both like. Why don't you talk about Thor's number three? Oh my gosh, this book this book well as we know uh the the thor core what, what do they call the doom guard is uh they're basically the protectors of of doom and they're kind of like the, the green lanterns of uh of battle planet or battle world and uh when when we last saw they, they'd captured loki like um hipster hipster loki and uh there's they they send in uh which which version of thor is this the alternate version of thor what's his name um um Ugh, i remember i forgot what they call what what is they have a name for him but uh it basically it's like you know they're in, they're they're in what they call the thunder room and uh it's just this amazing two-page spread of uh of loki and thor going at it and um they're they're just talking about how you know what's what's going on and why Loki didn't do this and and yada yada. It's it's basically an inter- this this whole issue is just a conversation between Ultimate Thor and and Loki um, and that basically um, Thor goes off to the Deadlands and uh, finds the zombie version of Jane Foster. And then finds an entire burial ground of dead Jane Fosters. And then he's attacked by somebody, turns around, and it ends up being... Which version of Thor is this? Jamie? Oh, Rooney? Yes. It ends up being... I have no idea. What, yeah, where is he from? Uh, don't know. <laughs> I mean, he looks like the uh, the version of Thor that was from the Walt Simonson era, um, okay. when he was like wore all this armor and stuff. So I don't know, um, but yeah, the, he's he basically is beaten. Rooney beats the shit out of him, and uh, uh, now we know who's killing all the Jane Fosters, and uh, and you know is 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 something's up. He knows he knows something that uh nobody else is and uh they 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 leave ultimate thor uh to to be eaten by zombies 
a uh, you know I think it's what, what's that character is it uh, Viper no Asp I think her name is she's about to uh, eat Thor and then her name is Ass oh Asp Asp, Asp. my bad <laughs> uh, she's about to kill him and uh, Odin's son shows up the uh, the fallen yeah. Thor with the axe the prodigal son returns and uh, and he's his ultimate Thor and uh, it becomes the ultimate Thor and Odin's son uh, face off I guess they're gonna be the the, the rush hour too yes <laughs> I love rush hour <laughs> that's that's the uh, it's gonna be the buddy cop comic book of uh, of the year this is a great book. It's so good. It's so freaking good. It's like cop version of Thor. Freaking yeah. awesome. Um, this book is definitely you need to read it. It it's it. I I hope it changes Thor, but I doubt it's going to. But uh, I love it. It's great. Pick it up. Relevancy. I give it a five. It's pretty high. I think in terms of. I mean, this book is going to play. I feel like into the whole. You know. Uh, it's going to play into 616 Thor a lot. Um, just like how Star-Lord Kitty Pride is playing into him. So I just feel like it's a slow build from there. But then again, we've been completely wrong. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll see. It could end next issue and I'd be like, well, I didn't know that was going to happen. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that's it for this week. Uh, that was September, uh, sorry, September 2nd. And other books to check out is uh, Age of Apocalypse number three and spider island number three and um spider-man or new year vows number five. Oh, sorry fuck that's next cancel week. that i'm yeah i'm like reading a completely different list uh let me just start that over so um for that's it for this week september 2nd uh check out age of apocalypse number three as well and spider island number three shall we jump over to uh september 9th 2015 yes let's do that and uh first book up a force number four dude this issue was so epic uh, it was a good one for certain um okay let me ask you this though didn't we start to set this book out with there was like a 900 women in this and it was all female characters and and it was like this big huge team and now we're down to like five yeah that's the thing about it, it really it, i feel like the book was sort of advertising is like all the women characters in the marvel universe and now but it's just really, she-hulk yeah. dazzler captain marvel uh nico and this new character yeah that's it I'm like okay so but, what happened so um basically uh captain obvious uh loki is the traitor that we thought medusa was last issue so um she sold them out and she's the reason why there's a like basically when she hulk goes to that other portal that goes to the uh Sentinel territories when she comes back she tells the group she's like well i saw rainbow bridges uh, sorry she saw uh rainbow bridges and so um they're like holy crap that's uh that's got to be loki so when they go to you know put her on blast about it uh nico is like completely upset and is just like you know how could you do this you did this to america chavez and you know loki's whole thing is like no i did this for the best of you know arcadia and like it's better that i rule and not she hulk and that's when it sort of clicks she's like wait a minute like you didn't do this for arcadia because like the portal showed up be like 
before all this stuff happened. So that's the portal is the reason why America Chavez is at the wall in the first place at uh, at the shield. So it's like, no, man, you did this to dick us over. So the Thors, who's like um, Gamora and them, they turn on Loki and um, they... They pin her down with her own helmet. <laughs> right. That was the best part. They take the yeah. the, the horned helmet and, and pin her down. And they're like, they're, they're basically about to execute her. <laughs> and then she unleashes some crazy beam out of herself and brings down the shield wall. And so zombies come pouring through and, you know, the last panels, basically the A-Force assembling and it's like crap this is going to be crazy but so, so um, this isn't how the wall is going to come down though you think no i don't this is just a section of it because i think one of the other books this week kind of deals with that but i mean loki come on didn't realize the wall was that easily taken down yeah right um man the artwork in this is freaking amazing it's great yeah Finally. um uh, I I love this book. It, we we get a, a a good look at this new character. What's her name? I, I, I Singularity. Singularity. Yeah, the gender binary character, um, and uh, kind of like her her powers are basically. I think she's gonna be okay. I know we keep giving theories and stories and like that, but I think she's a big, she's going to be a big part of how this kind of comes together. Cause she, it seems like she's made up of the power of the, the cosmic power of, um, the multiverse. Yeah. I could totally see that. Um, because it, it's kind of, you know, she kind of looks like Korvac as well. Yeah. Know? Um, who, you know, we, we kind of figure out this week what happened with Korvac as well. Uh, and yeah, so it's this crazy linchpin, I think, to what's going to happen with the end of Secret Wars. Um, I think she's going to be like, cause they're, they're, you know, they've already said that this is going to be a big push for, uh, you know, her own book or character. So she's going to end up in, in the new A-Force book as well. Um, so I don't know. Keep your eye on Singularity. Yeah. Yeah, um, but big relevance like nine out of ten for this this book. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Let's talk about Civil War number four. Uh this book got kind of crazy, kind of fast. Yeah, it did. <laughs> what did What do you think of it? Before we go into it, what did you think of it? Like the the whole you know reveal. Um. With 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 uh what. Which, which reveal? There was a couple. <laughs> okay, well, let's go into it. So, uh, oh, so oh, oh, I know what you mean. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I saw that coming. Totally saw you it did. Coming. Okay, I totally saw it coming. It's it's See, such yeah, a fallback. Uh... Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, last issue we saw that uh, Black Panther was the the guy who's behind all of the shit that's going on with um the the, the battling faction. You know, the 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 two the, the what is it? The Iron and. Just go ahead and take Blue. this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You know this so, better than I do. Yeah. So, but we but we know Black Panther had died, you know, um, but it turns out he wasn't dead. And um, Iron. Uh, meanwhile, Iron Man goes to save She-Hulk while leaves Bucky in charge. But um, what we realize is that they're. It's not Black Panther. They're you know when Iron Man goes to fr- confront him, he's really a scroll, 
and mm-hmm. like everyone else basically what's been fueling this whole fight the whole time is scrolls yep. and i don't know how to feel about that i was just like oh really i mean because you know it's like oh so this is actually secret wars okay the funniest part okay so there like a few things um they they strip uh iron man of his armor right and uh uh you know they're like oh you're defenseless and and, and he, basically he's got um this energy like these the, he can shoot this energy out of his hands um and he says that he he took it from a um uh, a a god a, a thunder god that he he tried to bring back to life which right. is what happened in civil and remember that mm-hmm, that was the mm-hmm. ragnarok so i thought that was kind of cool um and you know he th- that's when they pretty much reveal that they're scrolls and uh tony looks down at at, at one of the dead scrolls and says oh man i thought it was gonna be m-. he's like my money was on it was mystique <laughs> Right? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I see what you did there, Chelsea. Yeah. So, um, but man, uh, this book, I mean, it just gets crazy. You have like both the, this war just raging between, I mean, it just, it's going full on war. You know, you, you, there's a, there's a two page battle scene that's just, just epic. <laughs> um and uh it's you know every i love these combat versions of of uh uh all the superheroes like like the war fatigues that they're wearing and stuff it's pretty rad um and basically uh captain america is like you know what we got to do this we got to do this now and he's he's sending out their version of the remember they keep saying that they have a hulk and uh there's a there's a tank that's uh that they basically wheeled out into the middle of this battlefield and they're like you know what it's gonna they, it's gonna basically take out a lot of people pretty much kill them but at least they're gonna win um and uh you know basically it, captain america talks peter and to, to to doing basically you know, dropping this bomb and uh so captain america jumps on this tank that's got this uh this it's it's a hulk right that thing that's in the tank i believe so yeah and and uh that's what they're gonna unleash this uh this bomb that takes away people's powers um and basically they're gonna die and captain america's gonna be in the middle of it and that's the way the issue ends and he's basically like come at me bros exactly Um, um do you think anyone else is a scroll in this group they're all scrolls i i don't ah, know. I, I have no idea i like i think i think it that was kind of a bummer for me it was like really well, let me explain it to me because that's not something that i mean I, I didn't read enough marvel back then to i mean i understood that scroll i was like oh that's kind of something they haven't they haven't pulled that card in a minute but like because i read some stuff online too that a lot of people thought that scrolls were involved from the beginning of civil war like theories so i mean what what is that? I mean, like, explain it. I've never heard theories that the scrolls were involved in Civil War, um, but you know, Secret Invasion was all that. That was you know, basically like the scrolls were had had been infiltrating Earth, 
for a really long time and they kidnapped like a, a ton of uh, superheroes and replaced them with scrolls. And I so see. for like five years of continuity, it was it wasn't Mockingbird, it was, you know, a scroll version of Mockingbird and a scroll version of of, of uh uh like what was it, Spider Woman and and you know, like kind of useless characters as well. Um I see. So they can go back and be like, uh, oh, that wasn't really that person, that was a scroll. Um but I just feel like it's it's always like a it's it's a fallback. It's like, oh, it wasn't really it wasn't really Captain America. It was a scroll all the time. Right, right. You know, so I was like, when when the scroll, like I thought it was funny for a second, um, but yeah, whatever. Like like it wasn't it wasn't as good of a you know reveal as I thought it was going to be. So, but hey, the scrolls are the scrolls are around in uh, in, in Doom World. So, there we go. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Relevance in this book, none. Mm, no, they not have, really. I don't think they've mentioned Doom at all in this book. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about Korvac Saga real quick? Because uh, I didn't read it. <laughs> I I actually did. So, and I was a little confused because I haven't really been following this book that much, but um. Uh, basically there's, there's two, um, these, these two realms are going at, at each other. It's the Hollywood, uh, land and Hollywood land, which is, you know, what Hollywood used to be called. And I think it's, uh, forest Hills or something weird like that. Uh, and, uh, Michael Corvox is like, you know, gone insane and, and he's turned into this giant, um, his, he's tapped into his, uh, you know, power and and he's trying to kill everybody and stuff and the guardians of the galaxy the original guardians of the galaxy stop him um but it's it's starhawk who's like kind of omnipotent um he, he starts to explain everything the Th- actually it's it's the thor gar the the, the the thor core shows up and and takes out korvac um and uh now the interesting thing is uh they 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 take out Korvac and um, the next thing we see is that the Guardians are still hanging out and what happened is that um, when this is where it gets really interesting when they created Battleworld Korvac used whatever power he has inside him to hide from Doom right Um, and he basically couldn't handle it anymore and that's what caused this this to come out and um the these versions of the guardians uh they still remember they're they're basically the 616 and they remember things so their whole thing is that uh they're still going to you know they're 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 going through all the different realms to to find different people um, Starhawk basically walks off saying, you know, the galaxy, the universe that was, he's like the truth. As long as we, as long as we live, the light of the stars will not go out and there will remain hope. It's like, we are the ones who know. So they know what's what happened in the original universe. And that's they're They're basically like, like on this sojourn to, to, to go spread the word of, of, of what's really going on. Right. So, 
interesting way the series ended. So it, I think it's kind of relevant to, to what's going on. Um, okay. But uh, there's a great this this great thing where like you know Korvac is basically rejecting Doom and he's like you know I'm more powerful than Doom at one point he's like I reject Doom's lies I thought that was kind of cool but uh, yeah I don't know read the book it's interesting okay what do we got next uh, let's talk about uh, my favorite book which then became not my favorite book uh, <laughs> Red Skull number three out of three Oh yes. Uh what happened in this one? Um so basically so of course uh they're attacking the uh the shield and uh, Magneto sort of just left like, you know, on his own and this is where it sort of gets confusing to me cuz uh basically Red Skull betrays him and sort of leaves him there, can't be found. And it seemed like his intention was that he didn't actually mean to take the wall down that day. What he meant to do was survive and continue to build up this legend that, you know, that he's still out there some, you know, somewhere, but basically that whatever they can do, they can't bring him down. And, um, uh, Magneto ends up getting eaten by the zombies. And, uh, at the very end, we see Red Skull kind of like, you know, making some monologue speech about coming to surviving and coming to take over. And then all of a sudden he gets shot in the head and we see the person who's come to, co- to collect him is Crossbone says uh, Doom wanting proof you were dead was a solid gig, but that wasn't why I took the job. For me to keep being special, I had to be the only one to ever escape because you see, no one comes back from the shield. The end. And so Red Skull's dead, Magneto's dead, everyone's dead. And once again, the shield does not come down and (laughs) Red Skull is obviously not coming after Doom. So there is another theory. Theory is abolished. But what we did see that was kind of cool was... um, Abigail Brand from Siege makes a quick appearance. Um, Releases help take the them sentinels down. on, on right. the, sentinels the, uh, or... the plastic sentinels that on Magneto. Yeah, right. It's like pointless, dude. So pointless. So there you go, everyone. Uh, I was uh, really sad by that. Should we skip over to Planet Hulk number five? Yeah, let's do that. God, I love this book. It's good, Sam and this Humphreys, is also the last. Mark Lamming. Oh, this is a beautiful book. What happens? Um, so basically we see that, you know, this version of Cap is, uh, he finally finds the Red King and, um, turns out his BFF, Bucky, is no longer there. He's long dead and all that's left of him is his mechanical arm. And, um, you know, they have this talk about survival of the fittest and Cap just gets pissed off and starts fighting him and he beats the crap out of him with his shield. And, and so you see these flashbacks of of Cap and Bucky and there's a few that kind of suggest there's there's more than just a bromance here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's, 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 there's some scenes where you're like, 
All right, all right. Like, like there's straight up one where he's like laying on the ground and he's like arms on top of him. Like, okay, dude, come on. Yeah, this is a. They're really, really close in this one, eating a pizza together, and they're like in their underwear. I'm like, all right, that's cool, man. They're um, not eating pizza in their underwear, just so people understand. <laughs> Those are separate panels. But they're walking through a park eating pizza. Uh, you know, I, 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 I have no idea where this takes place. Like, like what era of the Marvel? Like, I have no idea. Um, well, see, that's the thing. I, I don't actually think that. I mean, because it seems what we see later on the big reveal in this, like it, it seems like all the sort of caps have similar backgrounds. So I don't yeah. think necessarily like maybe this isn't something that's actually happened. Maybe this is just sort of whatever. Yeah, but fake all, a lot of things are taken them, you know? from from kind of weird storylines or stuff like right. that. You know, this nothing. But anyways, go on. So what happens? So Doc Green shows up and he's like, so you did it. You embrace the Hulk. And he's like, no, I did it. And he's like, no, that's that's what you were supposed to do. And being Hulk is free and, you know, just all religious about being a Hulk. And um, he basically is pissed off because he's like, you manipulated me. You knew that Bucky was dead. You knew that I killed the Red King like you set me up. And um, he's like, no, you you have to find out for yourself. You were going to come here anyway. And um he he basically kind of goes on like, oh, well, you know, we're similar. And then Cap's like, I am nothing like you. And then he's like, you pompous idiot. And he starts shrinking down. And basically, this version of Doc Green is actually also Steve Rogers. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Except like a younger, like more like, oh, like younger teenager Steve Rogers, it seems like. Because he's all tiny and has short hair. And definitely not as buff. And he's like, yeah, we had the same childhood. And it also shows think, them eating pizza. Do you think it's th- this might be the Steve Rogers pre, uh, you know, actually, yeah, that would make sense. I didn't even think about that. So it's, oh, it's before totally he gets right. the super never, So instead right. of the, instead so of the super soldier buff. serum, he gets the Hulk serum. He, exactly. he turns into he Hulk. Because we, we get that, yeah. yeah, we get that same we get that same flashback where they're eating pizza through, you know, and then, and then there's some kind of in their attack. Underwear, yeah. Yeah. They're eating pizza, not in their underwear. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and it shows there's some kind of attack happens. Great, great pacing for, by lambing, by the way. Um, and Bucky dies this time. And you see the same picture of Captain America and he's spitting on Captain America and shutting, you know, he was pulling out, uh, this poster and, uh, he goes to some, some, research center i guess or something and and gets turned into dot green and uh at one point it shows him going up against um you know he he's talking with with dr doom oh yeah i, I don't know what's up with that so he becomes a servant of doom maybe is that what it's supposed to say yeah so then what happens That's like it yeah um so, you know, they, they talk some more and he's like, you never knew Bucky. And he's like, no, I, I knew him, but it was my version of him. I think that's why, too, it makes sense that he met Doom because he obviously, he knows that he was there to sort of lure, you know, this version of Captain America. Like, he has a better sense of Battleworld than than he does. Um, and uh, meanwhile, we cut to the Tribal Hulks fighting Devil Dino and they can't bring him down. And then out comes you know, gladiator cap with holding up the head of the Red King. Total Conan moment. 
Yeah, it was like totally medieval Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings there for a minute. I was like, Jesus Christ. So they were all like upset, like, holy crap, that's our leader. And then uh, Cap still has Bucky's arm and he's basically like telling Devil Dino, like, you know, we basically came here for nothing. So let's leave. And then the last page we see here, the splash page is uh, and he's like, and now there's nothing for us worth saving. And then it's Doc Green's like cap body with, you know, gladiator caps axe in him. He's like, I have done nothing. He's like, I have done something I cannot take back. Something terrible. All is lost. So him and Devil Dino have a little face hug. And then, you know, they watch as the tribal hulks just, um, or the tribal hulks watch as they leave. And then it just sort of ends on this page of him writing the dinosaur. And it says, and thus endeth the chronicle dot, dot, dot. I loved this series. I'm it was good, so yeah. bummed that it's over. It, I I want I want freaking Conan Hol- uh, uh, Conan Cap, uh, Human Cap, whatever you want to call him. Just I want a book of this, please, please, Marvel, give us a book, and it's got to be by Lamming because this artwork is amazing. Um. But it, it was really dark, this, by the way. I yeah, this took a, this took a turn happen. that I was not expecting at all. Yeah, I'm into it. This is really good. Yeah, yeah, it, it was fucked up and amazing, you know. Yeah, because they could have been easily been like, oh, yeah, Bucky's alive. Here you go, you know, and it's, it's still it's like, no, here's some more fucked up shit. And it's like, well, great. Now it's almost like the end of seven. It's like, well, I'm just fucked up. Yeah. Like, what can I, you know, there's nothing else. There's nothing else for me. Let's just ride off on my dinosaur. Eating, All right. You want to in my underwear? Yeah. Do you want to tell me what happened in Siege? Because I'm not really, f- I read it and, and I'm I'm kind of confused. Okay. Um. Hold on. Let me go ahead and pull up this book real quick because I don't have it out. Um. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of lost. <laughs> I love this book, but but it, it got really confusing all of a sudden. Okay, so basically, now they're being attacked by um, not only the old Trons, but Nick Fury, um, who has taken on some crazy, you know, purple monster form. Uh, and it's, I love that on the title page, it says Siege in large letters, and then underneath in dark black, it's like, it's called Siege because it's about a siege. <laughs> It's like, thank you. Thank you so much, Karen Gillen. Um, So, uh, yeah, so now, yeah, they're being attacked and you see all these. um, It's crazy because they have those splash pages, which is supposed to represent the journal entries. But obviously they're taking place now. So there's like different styles of art. And we see like a bunch of the Cyclops trying to take down um, this weird... I don't know, Grimace version of Nick Fury. I, I have no I, idea. I, see, I don't remember where this came from. Like, when did yeah. he show up? He, he showed up in the last issue, right? And I just don't, I missed it somewhere. Yeah, he was at the very end. It was just like, oh my God, it's it's Nick Fury. He came back. And it's like, okay, I didn't really like. But he's he evil died. now and, and he's working for Ultron. Like, how did, who created this? This is and where I got completely cool. confused. And then there's these aliens. Uh, keep going. Sorry. Okay, so. Um, they go to, and also like, I love that, I guess there's a version of the thing that like is just attached to the wall. 
I don't know. Yeah, see, that confused me too. And then this version of Colossus. That, He's there, yeah. And so basically the robots that, the, that escaped from the Ultrons, they sort of reveal like, hey, you know, we're not trying to dick you over. We're just trying to escape because we're in love with each other and we couldn't be together in you know in perfection or whatever and so abigail brand's like holy crap why didn't you tell us that but now she's basically like we we need you to fight with us because we're trying to fight nick fury and um and they can the the robots can these these mysterious robots can basically control other robots yeah that's what they need uh, for so yeah they're able to sort of distract him or something they fight and then um finally kang is sort of the key here and he like opens up a portal into space and just surfs you know grimace nick fury's body out into space and um and then all of a sudden like leah of hell and um what's her face magic come back like literally writing like the the two towers of Lord of the Rings when Gandalf and the whole army just show up at the end. It's like, we're alive. We came here to help you, although it's too late. So, you know, I know you're under siege, but you'll be fine. So they come back and basically whoop everyone's ass. And in two pages, the battle is completely over. And um, basically, uh, they go AWOL afterwards because they're just like, whatever, we don't want to stay here. Uh, but Abigail can't really do anything about it because she owes them. And um, Kang and, that, and Abigail kind of embrace. <laughs> yeah, he comes back. He survives the whole encounter. And I love too. There's this this panel of them like stretching their bodies out into space. It's him and Nick Fury, and it says all in one word: "Sound of reality being torn apart." <laughs> it's like the greatest like onomatopoeia there. Um, so he comes he like rides his body back and it's just dead and then he's just like kane conquers and then abigail shows up he's like kane conquered and they hug and then the last page is the craziest thing to ever come because it it gets so confusing and all of a sudden you see someone slow clapping in the foreground he's like most impressive my hearty congratulations this is the shield and i am thanos and I'm here to talk. And he lifts up his hands as if to like be arrested. But he's he's finally there. Thanos is at the shield. And then the very last page in all white says, Time before the fall of the shield, one day and counting, there is no hope. So that siege that just happened there wasn't even the time that it was supposed to fall. Yup. Boom. Mind blown. <laughs> but Thanos-, Thanos is going to take it down instead basically this is the one book you need to be paying attention to folks even though it's really really freaking confusing and i I don't know why king the conqueror had to hug someone but it happened i didn't and now it like has to have emotions it's like that book with um did you ever read uh end up reading that um that fuck that hydra book with the guy and it's um yeah hank yeah. And it's, uh, what's his face? Oh my God, I can't even think. Modoc singing Amazing Grace. That's what I thought of. It's like that Kang hugging people and Modoc singing Amazing Grace. It's like, it has its own category now. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's it. 
we've covered uh, two more weeks of Secret Wars books, so you didn't have to. We survived. Uh, uh, books are over. Stories are... God, I'm going to miss Planet Hulk. That's the one thing I know. Thor yeah. is next. Oh. And um, some other books to check out, actually. Yeah. Um, still your favorite, Mrs. Deadpool and the Howling Commandos, number four. Um, Secret Wars 2099, which is actually the last of that series as well. Um giant size little marvel avx number four which i'm so behind on but is amazing and another uh renew your vows and um angela witch hunter 1602 number three yeah so a bunch of stuff that week yeah and uh yeah um you know i don't know this just it's a lot of books that just aren't nothing's happening like everything that 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 I you, we think is going to happen, isn't. So yeah, we have to come up with new theories, man. I guess so. I don't like that, Jamie. No. I don't like that at all. It's okay. I I still I think some of like maybe out of the ten theories I came up with, like I, st- I still got some uh still got some in the running there. So I'm, I'm I just still gotta hold- I gotta keep thinking. I'm holding out for Darth Vader and the Infinity Gauntlet. That yes, that is exactly what's going to happen. Obviously, totally, totally. Well, it looks like the war is over, folks. Uh, Jamie, where can people find us? You could find us both at ekeekplay.com and all the social medias at ekeekplay, and you could find me uh, on all the social medias at Jamie Rosaurus. Roar like a dinosaur, Jamie Rosaurus. Exactly. All right, Jamie. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Adios. Bye-bye.